Hi, welcome to Inside Pints, the show where we take members from Alberta's political world, have a quick drink with them, and just talk politics, talk shop, and talk about whatever's going on in the world at the time. And obviously, as you know, we are in campaign mode for the federal election, which is fantastic for nerds like me because it means my degree is finally relevant again. So what we're going to be trying to do over the course of this election is we're going to be ramping up our federal election coverage, obviously sticking within our niche here in Alberta. Uh, we have a few candidates already confirmed for Alberta MP hopefuls, and we are going to be going along with that. So without further ado, welcome. Hope you enjoy. Stay tuned as we have more interviews coming down the line, and let's hit the music. election season and we are back here at Inside Pints and we're sort of changing up our uh, focus a little bit. Obviously, we've been focusing on the municipal election uh, group that's been going on and our focus has changed given everything that's going on. So it sort of works well for the transition anyways, because we're sticking with somebody who's a former councillor in Ward 5 in Calgary, and he's currently the Liberal candidate for Calgary Skyview, George Chahal. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on. What are we uh, What are we drinking today before we get going? I got a, a mango shake. Um, it's a great little uh, Northeast treat that I have, a mango uh, smoothie, we'll say, um, from a local restaurant here. So my, uh, I, I drink a lot of smoothies, green smoothies, but you know, when I want to treat myself, I have the mango smoothie. Perfect. And I'm just sticking to uh, nice, easy water, water today, nothing crazy. So uh, cheers to you. We'll just get right into it. All right. So I'm sure anybody that has been paying attention to the news that would have in Alberta would have seen yesterday that you sort of had a big guest come by your uh, campaign rally yesterday. Yeah, we had a, an exciting guest drop into town, into Calgary. It's always great to see the leader of the Liberal Party, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, come to Calgary. And he's made many visits to Calgary since I was a, since I've been a city councillor. And it was great to have him again here in Calgary Skyview in the community of Whitehorn yesterday evening for a campaign uh, rally. So it was great to have him and uh, and, to, and to hear from him and to talk about important issues uh, that we're facing as Canadians and how why this uh, election campaign is so important for us. For sure. And anytime you can get a leader coming to your constituency when it comes to a federal election, especially given you have 338 ridings across the country that you have to keep an eye on. So to have somebody drop into your neck of the woods, that's got to be a pretty nice vote of confidence in your uh, first federal campaign. It is. I mean, it's, uh, it's exciting. And I know the crowd was so excited with having the leader and the prime minister come um, to Calgary Skyview in the community of Whitehorn. Uh, it was pretty awesome. And uh, he was so uh, engaging and uh, he met many residents while he was here. Great. Well, I guess that kind of leads into uh, your involvement with the campaign as well, because obviously during the course of the municipal election, there's always speculation about who's going to run again, who's going to step aside, who's going to step up. And originally you had sort of filed your intent that you were going to run again for Ward 5, but obviously now we're here talking about your campaign for the uh, federal Liberals. So I guess uh, what changed for you? Why did you uh, decide to go this route? You know, I really just um, thought about how I could best serve Northeast Calgary. And, um, you know, I've been committed to serving the Northeast as a Ward 5 counselor, but also representing Ward 10 communities. And I, and I really thought about 
you know, sticking around council for another term. But when this opportunity came, um, it made me reflect on, you know, what we need to do as a city and as a country moving forward. And for me to advance important issues, we need representation in government in Ottawa, which we don't have right now. And uh, I want to provide that same strong voice for Northeast Calgary that I've uh, been a strong advocate for our Northeast Calgary communities at City Hall. I want to make sure it's uh, also in Ottawa, in government, that we can provide a Calgary perspective, but a really a Northeast Calgary perspective in government as well. I think it's a tremendous opportunity to to be a part of government and to bring forward um, new ideas, um, but also the concerns and the issues uh, for Calgarians to the forefront. And sort of the one thing I want to ask you as well, I mean, kind of looking into your background a bit, I came across your master's thesis that you had wrote, and you were talking about uh, the need for planners and developers to pay closer attention to ethnic uh, diversity and the needs of emerging immigrant groups when they're developing new communities. So obviously your background, there's quite a bit of that municipal lens to it. So I guess just given kind of where you come from, what is it that you hope to be able to bring to the federal side of things with that? Well, I think it's exactly that perspective. I represent the most diverse, um, uh, you know, constituency in Calgary, maybe even one of the most diverse in Canada. Um, You know, two thirds of our population, English and French is not their first language. Um, And we have a very, a lot of newcomers and a very diverse population, but also the diversity of its people, but the diversity of the opportunities, the economic, um, whether it be small entrepreneurs or small businesses, um, or big corporations as well. So we've uh, had a, you know, a really uh, fast-growing economy here in Northeast Calgary and uh, from the construction and development, but also the airport. We've seen the importance of the, the distribution and uh, goods movement industries. And really during the pandemic, the tremendous growth in uh, logistics and distribution and warehousing and many of our employees also working on the front lines um, in those industries and working in those care homes, nursing homes, and, and even in our uh, you know, transport industries. So uh, we've been, it's been a really challenging time through the pandemic, but we've also seen a lot of opportunity and growth uh, from through the pandemic. And that I think we can really capitalize as we look back to building back better and stronger here in Calgary and uh, the future of our local economy. Uh, Northeast Calgary is right at the forefront of that. Well, and obviously you've got the airport right smack dab in the middle of your riding as well. And same with uh, Ward 5 when you were a councillor with Calgary. So the one thing that's kind of been coming out lately is obviously Prime Minister Trudeau's mentioned that anybody that's going to be traveling, whether it be on planes, trains, anything like that is going to have to have that vaccination status. So that's going to change a bit the dynamic of what travel is going to look like in this country and with Calgary being one of the largest airports in the country and kind of a major hub for us. I mean, how do you see that impacting travel going forward? Yeah, I think it's uh, extremely, you know, those are extremely important issues that we're, we're facing, but you know, we've a large uh, majority of our, the population up here in Northeast Calgary is vaccinated um, and double vaccinated. Um, a lot of the employees who work at the airport are as well. And, um, you know, the airport is a very important part of our economic recovery. And we want to make sure everybody's traveling is safe and people feel safe. Um, so, you know, it's as we move forward at the airport, we've seen tremendous growth. New flights already being announced to Europe, to Amsterdam. Um, the flights that were canceled are back up and running. Um, the jobs have come back, uh, you know, back at the airport, the hustle and bustles there. So it's pretty exciting to see all that. and. Uh, 
Um, I think for our residents, as they travel and have the confidence of traveling, they do want to make sure that they are safe and uh, feel safe and protected um, as they go on their travels. And many children in our community still are not vaccinated because of the, the yeah. age restrictions. And for many parents like myself, that's concerned to making sure my kids feel safe in those environments as well. And um, making sure that we're taking all the appropriate measures for the health and safety of everybody in our city and country. And hopefully vaccine rates start increasing again, just because ever since Alberta opened up again on July 1st, we've seen vaccinations still go up, but it's relatively flat since. So hopefully we can start getting those numbers again here soon. So um, I guess the last little bit of uh, your decision to go with the Liberals was, I guess, how did that begin? Did you approach them? Did they approach you? I'm not sure how much you can talk about that, but what did that process look like? Well, I've been a liberal growing up, um, you know, for a long time here in Calgary. So I've always been engaged or involved in a, at a younger age uh, within the party and always had friends in all parties. Um, but, you know, the Liberal Party is a party um, that aligns with my values and what I want to see as a country and how we move forward. So, um, you know, those conversations as a city councillor, I've had the opportunity to build a great relationships with uh, many of my federal counterparts. I've worked closely with former minister Sopi, who is now running for mayor at Edmonton, um, you know, worked as the minister of infrastructure and natural resources. He um, was our, the person I'd be calling in Edmonton to help us out here in Calgary because um, <laughs> we didn't have representation at that time in government. So, you know, um, working on airport trail and other initiatives um, with him and other folks, um, you know, we build those relationships. But for me, it became clear that as I wanted to continue to serve Northeast Calgary, that the Liberal Party um, was for me the best place to do so and make sure I was part of government. And, um, you know, as we connected, uh, I found that this was, uh, you know, the party that aligns with my values and would be the best to represent Northeast Calgary and Calgary moving forward. So, um, but I did want to finish off my work at city council, um, you know, and uh, get through our last few council meetings before um, anything was official and I had to go through a very uh, extensive vetting process as well. So I'm uh, proud and excited to be the, the candidate for the Liberal Party of Canada and Skyview and look forward to bringing this uh, writing, you know, back into uh, the Liberal Party and uh, look forward to representing Northeast Calgary and Ottawa. Well, and congrats for getting the nomination. Obviously, uh, Alberta is a place that the Liberals are going to be putting a lot of focus on because as we know in the last election, they were shut out of the province. But having said that, I guess with that transition, what are the Liberals trying to do this time around to really engage with Alberta instead of just assuming it's going to go blue. Yeah, I think we're working hard. Like I've been doing what I've been doing on city council for the last four years. That's um, rolling up the sleeves and working. And uh, whether it was the hailstorm last year, um, standing up and advocating for the residents, Northeast Calgary residents, um, you know, I did that. And we need to have strong representation in government, but we need to have MPs um, who represent our city and province when they go to Ottawa, that they don't, you know, once they get elected, you don't see or hear from them again. And I'm committed to doing the work. Um, before I got nominated, I was doing the work in the community. After I've been nominated as a run to election, I'll be doing the work. And after I get elected, I'll still be working on behalf of our constituents uh, and working extremely hard to make sure we're advancing um, ideas and how we can, you know, as we transition our economy, how do we get more also infrastructure investment back into the province and into our city in Northeast Calgary. So I'm going to continue to do that. And I think it's, you know, we have more candidates and more elected officials and representatives who are working on behalf of their communities. Um, I think the work that should be natural will 
um, also, um, you know, really uh, helped achieve us those electoral results as well. And there's definitely a few ridings across the province that are going to be pretty well contested as well. It's going to be, it's actually going to be exciting to watch Alberta politics on the federal level again. It's just, it's been a little bit since we've had that. So it will be nice to see some close competitive races. Uh, I am glad you brought up the uh, hailstorm though, because that was something I was going to get to a little later, but obviously just tying that into here in Alberta, we've had the provincial government and we've seen what that relationship looks like municipally to the provincial government. And now should you get into the federal government, you're obviously going to have to deal with them in a different capacity. And we sort of saw what happened with the Northeast hailstorm uh, a few years ago. So I guess, how do you see that relationship working if you do get into Ottawa? Well, we need, you know, I've always committed to having strong working relationships and built positive relationships with all my counterparts at the provincial and federal level. But I also haven't been, you know, afraid to not push back when we're not getting that support. So whether it be, you know, the lack of support for the hailstorm for Northeast Calgary, um, and in some cases, a lack of interest, I'd say, from my provincial counterparts. Uh, you know, that's something I stood up for. And I still, I will continue again to make sure that our residents um, are supported. We had, you know, that was a, the fourth largest disaster, natural disaster in Canadian history, one, over 1.4 billion, 70,000 claims. Um, you know, and the lack of response of, uh, you know, I was shocked and surprised that our municipal affairs minister took them months to even show up and see the damage and devastation firsthand. And or it's blaming Northeast Calgary, uh, the South Asian community for increases in COVID cases, like we're pointing fingers at our community members um, who are working on the front lines, who live in extended families, um, who were you know, on the front lines of COVID-19, of the, of the health crisis, but then we're pointing fingers at them that they're responsible somehow. Like, I mean, that's just irresponsible. So I'm not going to make, I'm not going to stand back and watch while politicians point fingers at us. We're here to um, make sure that we get results for our community. And I'm going to stand up always for Northeast Calgary, for my constituents, and whether that be with my counterparts at the provincial level, federal level, or municipal level, I'll make sure that the voices of Northeast Calgary are well represented and heard. Yeah, I remember hearing that conversation when that came out about Northeast Calgary and the COVID spread. That's just, I'll leave my opinion to the side, but that was, it, it raised a few eyebrows. We'll sit, leave it at that. Um, but one thing I was hoping to get to uh, when we made this re, uh, interview was that we were hoping to be able to talk about the platform a little bit. Obviously, there's been little snippets coming out, but it hasn't been a full platform release, which it's normal during a campaign. We see that a lot. So I guess for yourself, what are some of the key issues that you want to see uh, included in that platform whenever it is released? Well, I think it's important to see the investments we're making in public transit for me is extremely important. I mean, we've seen the federal government um, support, be a strong supporter of the Green Line, um, but also long-term transit funding for municipalities. So as we've planned our transit lines, we know there's money there to follow. Um, and I think that's important for me to see extensions. I mean, as the Green Line gets built, but really seeing the blue line planning that I've advanced. Um, we see that through into new stations being developed at Savannah at 88 and further into our northern communities of Cornerstone, Redstone, Cityscape and Skyview Ranch to getting those uh, train stations built as well and that connector to the airport. So this is extremely important for Northeast Calgary residents. Good public transit is extremely important. The $10 a day childcare, um, I'm surprised that our provincial government has not signed on, whereas the province of Quebec and many of the maritime provinces and British Columbia and many others have signed on. 
um, but our government's dragging its heels. Um, affordable childcare and more childcare spaces are needed for to get our economy running back at uh, full steam, to get more women back into the workforce. Um, I know how as a parent, how challenging it was for us to raise our family and for my wife, um, who had took time from away from her career um, to support the family. And childcare is extremely important for all those families who need it. And so that's something that we have to continue to put pressure on the province um, to make sure that we get um, the federal support that's there um, and make sure it happens in the province of Alberta. So, you know, that's something I'm committed to working hard and making sure that we're doing. The energy transition, as we look forward to the future of our economy and as we diversify, we have to we, we need to continue to support our workers and, um, you know, giving them the opportunities to get those skills of the future, to reskill and uh, have those opportunities to uh, get you good paying jobs in the technology sector or clean energy, while also supporting the traditional um, energy sector in the province of Alberta that's always been uh, a strong component as Albertans and provided for us. So um, we have a lot of work to do to make sure as our economies transition, that we're supporting our residents and uh, make sure that our workforce is well-trained and equipped for the future. And that's something we have to make sure, you know, continue to do and bringing back more, you know, as we're not out of the, the fight against COVID is still not over. We need a government there who's going to support Canadians and Calgarians through those difficult times. And whether it's the surge supports or small business supports and, um, you know, it, but that's extremely important if we do get hit with another wave, that we have a government there that's going to stand up and support us if you need it and when you need it. And so we're number one in the world with vaccines and procurement, um, but we have to get more folks vaccinated and make sure we're communicating and uh, getting that information out um, and uh, following the science, uh, not politics as we make these decisions. And I guess on that front, what do you think is going to be the biggest issue for uh, Calgary Skyview in uh, the next four years? Well, I think the biggest issues are, um, you know, it's those kitchen table issues of, you know, how, you know, a lot of our uh, constituents work two jobs. Um, they want to get to work and home quickly and efficiently with good roadways and infrastructure. They want to, you know, be able to get a good job, but also be able to have those opportunities moving forward to get better paying jobs. So economic development, uh, jobs in the economy, I think is going to be at the forefront as we as we move forward and uh, investment in infrastructure and in public transit um, and those recreation facilities that we've seen um, in Northeast Calgary that were needed. We've had some initial early investments at city council for building new rec centers and athletic fields and more opportunity and equity um, as we make these decisions moving forward. Uh, the airport is uh, the growth in the opportunities that come from distribution logistics, the multimodal with the airport, um, and then the CN and CP lines that are just off Stony Trail are going to be a huge part of our ec economy and growth as we move forward. And we got to make sure we leverage all those opportunities to bring good paying jobs back to Northeast Calgary. So uh, more investment in infrastructure in Northeast Calgary, more opportunities for our residents to be able to, um, to provide for their families and prosper. And the one thing that's going to be really interesting to watch is the uh, Calgary to Banff rail line that's being developed, obviously starting off with the uh, Calgary airport and hopefully one day the green line is able to connect there as well. But being able to have that coming from your ride and going over to Banff and really kind of increase the access of people. I, I, this is the message everybody's been saying. It's getting people from Calgary or people from the airport to actually get into Calgary, but also getting them easier access to the mountain. So, I mean, I know the MOU has been assigned to with the, uh, 
Bank of Canada already, which is fantastic. And I guess, do you think this is something that'd be able to get done by the end of the next four years or is it going to take a little longer than that? Well, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of planning involved um, mm-hmm. that you need to make sure the line is planned and work with our um, the Indigenous communities as well to make sure that we have uh, the appropriate infrastructure there to support uh, them. But um, having a, a station at the airport that can connect into the Blue Line um, and Savannah stations uh, very close to there and into the Green Line is important. But connecting from the airport into downtown and Banff is extremely important investment um, to deal with the climate impacts, um, getting more folks off the roads and using public transit. But that also brings a lot of tourism investment right into Calgary. It supports our local economy where folks can get off at the airport and maybe spend a day in downtown Calgary before they head out to the mountains. You know, I mean, how many places in the world can you uh, potentially um, ski during the day and come back into downtown Calgary and maybe raft on the bow um, and uh, then have a nice dinner uh, in Princess Island? Um, We can do it all here in Calgary. So I'm pretty excited. And I think that rail line and connection will... Uh, do a lot for our local economy and the environment. For sure. So I guess uh, just kind of tying in, obviously being a former city councilor now, you sort of had a front seat to see what the election in Calgary is looking like. So I guess, do you have any general thoughts about that? I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but. Well, it's a huge turnover at city council. I mean, we're going to have so many councilors, new councilors coming in um, and we have an election in October. And uh, so it's, it is a, a huge turnover and we have a, a contested uh, election for mayor where the incumbent mayor Nenshi is retiring. I want to thank him for his dedication and service to Calgarians. Um, you know, he's been a, a great leader for our city and it's been great to work with him and learn from him over the last four years at city council. So it's going to be a big uh, turnover at council. And I think it's exciting to see so many um, great candidates coming forward, putting their names forward and running. Um, and it's a lot of work. To, it's hard to campaign in, at any time, but really in the COVID environment, um, where we've, uh, you know, haven't been able to connect and communicate the last uh, 18 months. Uh, it's challenging for many of the new candidates to come forward, but it's a level playing field. They're all starting from the same place. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be exciting to see the makeup of council. And I look forward to supporting and working with uh, whoever comes in Ward 5 and in the Ward 10 communities uh, moving forward as well. For sure. And the last thing I wanted to kind of address is we had uh, your former colleague, Jeff Davison, on the podcast last, and we were actually talking about that article that came up out where he was getting some criticism for having shown up at your uh, launch yeah. event for the campaign. And I guess I just want to get your perspective on that. When you read that, what were your thoughts? Yeah, it's unfortunate that um, I guess some um, folks in, will target certain candidates for showing up. I mean, look, I, I've been having a great relationship with Jeff and the other, my other council colleagues who showed up and the ones who didn't because some were out of town, some, you know, didn't want to come uh, because maybe because of partisan issues, but, you know, I've conducted myself in a respectful manner and I've been a team player and work well with everybody on city council and um, whether their political allegiances, some have shown them quite at city council on where they align politically. I haven't, uh, I don't think people, knew uh, where I was because uh, I voted on, uh, you know, I've just always voted on where I, you know, on issues based on the decisions we need to make, not on based on partisan relationships and what was good for my community, Northeast Calgary and our city. So I was great to see Jeff and many of my other colleagues show up to my kickoff and supporting me. Um, and uh, it was great to see many folks who were at that event were liberals, but many conservatives and um, NDPers as well who showed up to support me. Um, you know, they, I think everybody realizes that we need good representation. We need strong voices 
in government and people who are going to stand up for our communities. And uh, it was great to have the support of many of my council colleagues at, at our kickoff. Good answer. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just end over with this. So going into the election, the vote's going to be on September 20th. Why should uh, Calgary Skyview make you your next uh, MP? Well, I've, you know, I've uh, had the opportunity to represent Ward 5 and 10 Northeast Calgary for the last four years at City Council. You know, I brought the first turf soccer field in Northeast Calgary when we didn't have one. Uh, 54 million in new investments in recreation with new athletic parks and a new field house. You know, better public transit um, planning is ready. We've got an orange max BRT, but we still have a lot more to do to serve our communities better. And we need a strong voice in government. Um, and I want to I will be that strong voice from Northeast Calgary in government in Ottawa. And um, I hope and uh, that Northeast Calgary residents will see the tremendous opportunity we, we have to have a strong voice in government in Ottawa. And I look forward to earning your support um, and working on for them after I'm elected. Great. Well, George, it's been a pleasure having you on. I won't take you any more of your time because I know you've got a busy campaign you've got to run. So thanks for coming on. Best of luck the rest of the way and uh, cheers. Cheers. Enjoy your uh, beverage. I'm enjoying my mango shake from our local restaurant here. So cheers to you too. Thank you.